Welcome and thanks for joining the Let's Talk Digital Marketing Podcast. Join host Mike Sharp of mikesonlineacademy.com as he shares valuable insights and advice, helping you to become digitally inspired. That's here on the Let's Talk Digital Marketing Podcast. Hi, Lisa. Thank you for joining me. Hi, Mike. How are you? I'm very good. I'm very good. And so you are a, well, you describe yourself, what you do. Yeah, I'm a webinar joint venture broker. So I match one business with another. And uh, so that they can either singularly or jointly cross promote um, each other and uh, deliver their webinars to each other's audiences. So I'm kind of a bit of a business matchmaker, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and what was your journey? How did you get into doing this? Um, well, I've done a lot of other things before I've come into this. So I've had a kind of quite a long career in education, even taking a bit of time out of education um, in the army. And um, yeah, I finished off um, a few years ago as a deputy head and a director of sport and just knew that it was time for something completely different. Um, and then kind of started searching for what that different was going to look like and aware that I wanted to use the skills that I'd had in education, um, which was very much about uh, development and um obviously teaching, um, team building, coaching, but really bringing people together to work together and to, yeah, make the most out of everybody's skills and talents, I suppose. And that uh, if you can do that, it, um, yeah, it's, it's a kind of win-win situation for everybody. Yeah. And did you start what, during the lockdown? Did this become... No, no, I was literally at the beginning of lockdown, I was still in education, but I suppose it was that period of time just then when I I was kind of running a key worker school that made me start thinking, yeah, what what am I going to do? And yeah, I've been thinking about it for for a few years and but that just prompted me to right, let's make the change. And that that was, you know, that happened kind of immediately after that, that, that lockdown. So, um, yeah, it's been quite a journey since then of of learning and starting a business. And, um, yeah, I've enjoyed it, actually. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And what is the, the benefit for a business for, for doing joint ventures and webinars? Um, well, the, the webinar is the is the vehicle, I suppose, um, that's used for this particular type of joint venture partnership. Um, but it really adds, you know, leads to uh, businesses' email lists, if you like. So their email database can really expand just through presenting one extra webinar with one joint venture partner. And, it, you know, depending on the level of your business, it might be it expands by an extra 10 or 20 in one go, but it might be by an extra 100 or an extra 1,000. You know, it, it depends what, what level you're, um, you're at. It um, gives you incredible exposure to your ideal client. I mean, you must know through your business that there's, there's, you know, there's lots of other businesses that are not identical to yours, but they have very similar audiences. Absolutely. And, um, 
So immediately this puts you in front of, um, you know, an, a, a big chunk of somebody else's audience and they're right into what, what you're doing, if you like. So it's, it's a, a warm audience. So you're kind of escaping the kind of push, push, push side of your marketing and your, um, you know, the idea is is kind of attraction marketing and it's uh it's hopefully a a warmer a warmer route um obviously it allows you to leverage your uh leverage your time um and your your business moving forward as you work with other businesses um and, and hopefully through that actually it reduces your stress um that's good you know you've got that's always good. stress and time i think they're 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 huge for for so many businesses um i don't know for, for for me and i not for you i don't think though mike because um you know it doesn't rely on tech <laughs> i think you'll definitely have a much bigger understanding of, of tech than i do but um some people who don't have the tech savvy or expertise you know partnership is not reliant on on that on any deep knowledge of of that side of things um and I suppose the final one is, is that, you know, lots of people talk about win-win situations, but the idea behind it really is that it's a win, win, win. And then you can keep on repeating the wins because it it should, if it's a good one, it should just keep on going. That, you know, you can keep rolling it out over the years. Um, you've you've established that trust with your partner. You know that you've both got audiences that are going to feel that they're giving given um lots of value um through the through the relationship and through what the what the other partner has to offer so not not only um will it will it keep on delivering for you um but uh yeah th through that of course you can you can scale and um yeah I mean, if you can do it well with one partner, why can't you do this well with 10 partners? And I suppose it depends for the business how far they want to go. But um, there's no reason why you can't have multiple partners and, uh, yeah, hopefully grow and, and get yourself into a position you want to be in in your business. Are there any businesses in particular who would benefit or could any business benefit from this? Um, I suppose... You know, for the, the model that um, I'm working with, you do need to have a webinar. Um, so and you need to have a webinar where you're trying to sell something on that webinar. Um, some, you know, there's a couple of businesses I'm working at with the moment and they they have a webinar, but it's not a hard sell on their webinar. And they then try and convert people to having a one to one meeting with them. And that's really where they try to do their selling. So it's a little bit more okay. difficult establishing the trust between two businesses that don't know each other. But but I, you know, I think everybody understands how that that can work better for some businesses. Um, but to have the straightforward webinar where you sell at the end of the webinar. Um, yeah, that's that's um, that's that is the kind of way forward to, to make this work. Yes. So you can do it where you use a webinar to generate leads but not a sale but also you can use a webinar for general sales well. yeah one of those being much more straightforward than the other yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so it, is there a particular niche of business which would benefit 
Like for example, um, no, pr pretty pretty much anybody that would that would sell using a, a using a webinar that is part of their process. I know some people don't call their webinars webinars necessarily. It's not kind of a I don't know. It's not a particularly sexy, cool sounding name, is it? The word isn't in itself. So I think some people like to call them webinars, masterclasses, or workshops, or, or something yes. like that. But but essentially, yeah. it's it's a vehicle that's doing the same thing as a webinar that sells or generates some leads and the sale happens in the next part of the process. Right, right. Yeah. So so basically uh, a business comes comes to you, they have a they 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 have a, a list and they're looking for a company who have a webinar they want who want to sell something to somebody else. Have I got it right? Yes. So a company would come to me because they want me to find that other business. They want me to, <clears throat> there's a whole, so <clears throat> they would want me to look for a business that's at a, probably at a similar, similar level to theirs. It's, you know, one with an email list that is similar. So if somebody's got an email list of 100 names, <clears throat> probably the person, the business that's got a list of 5,000 names is not going to be terribly interested in working for that person. So, so yes, they'll come with me. They've got a, a particular email list size. Um, they've got a, um, a particular following on social media or particularly good engagement on one form of social media. Um, they have got an offer that there is a, is a high enough ticket offer to make it work. So if, you know, if they're trying to <clears throat> sell a course for, I don't know, $100, this is probably not going to work for them. Um, so they've probably got a group offer and then they've probably got a one-to-one -one offering um, and or, or a combination of the two. But they've got something that's high enough ticket that um, that, that it will work. Um, and then we start to look at um, all the businesses that um, what they what the business owner thinks would be a good match for them. So the business owner themselves quite often has a really good idea. So, you know, somebody who's a who's a life coach would, would probably be able to say, well, you know, this type of business, the other. Well, somebody who's interested in you know, a specialist in meditation, maybe, or somebody who um, actually is talking about starting a business because, you know, people are interested in their mindset, probably might well be interested in all parts of the same picture. Um, so, yeah, I'd have that conversation and we try and reach a, you know, a list of, I don't know, 10, 20 different types of businesses that um, would, would be a good kind of match. Um, as part of this process. Obviously, I'm not looking at other businesses that are direct competitors to theirs. And that that's made really clear at the beginning. Um, so the, these are businesses with that have a similar customer avatar. So we look really closely at what a business's customer avatar is. And um, yeah, and then that is the key thing, really, is, is finding another business of the same kind of size, same kind of email list, um, where there is a crossover. So th this makes this audience a warm audience, if you like. They're, they're, they're supplemental to that other business. They're, they're, their minds are already engaged for this other offering that's going to come their way. 
Um, so the business has got to be prepared for some kind of negotiation. So I do the finding or the matchmaking, if you like, but I don't, um, you know, I don't determine suitability. So I introduce the businesses, the businesses then have a conversation, they determine suitability, but they are also open to negotiating um, because because you're rarely going to find two businesses that maybe are exactly at exactly the same level. So I suppose they they need some kind of openness as far as um, potential partners and how they might make that uh, joint venture partnership work. Um, yeah. So, uh, so yes, suppose, and of course, businesses have got different values, and it's establishing, I suppose, that the the values a, a particular business might have, and um, mm. yeah, some businesses that maybe a bit bigger, uh, maybe might be quite happy to promote somebody who's just starting out if if they think they've got a good product or a good service, but it's not necessarily then going to be um, cross promotional. So it's a joint venture partnership, but basically one party might just be happy to promote out the other, but they they don't necessarily want that other business promoting out their services. That other business is just too small at that stage. So there, there is quite a lot of flexibility. Mm. Um, and I suppose through discussing values, goals, things like that, you establish um, what a particular business really feels is important when you're looking for that partner. Um, you know, some businesses really think engagement with their social media, that for them is the really, really important thing. Um, other businesses definitely firmly fixed on the email list and the email database and how big that is. So some businesses look at like the they see the the other other partner in terms of maybe their influencer credentials. Yes. Uh, so how influential they are. Right yes. on social media. That's interesting. Yeah. So it's kind of listening and understanding and and then trying to, you know, find somebody who's on the similar wavelength because you 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 need those audiences to be warm audiences because otherwise, yeah, you're you're not it's like you're, you know, <laughs> you've got a group of people who've decided yeah, they are completely not interested in the stock market, and you try and introduce them to somebody who's selling a you know, let's invest in the stock market course. And it's like, yeah, okay, well, this isn't going to work, is it? So, um, yeah. But anyway, in the end, it's the businesses who determine, you know, when they've had the conversation, do they feel aligned? Do they feel that they've, you know, they can make this partnership work and um, and, and exactly how they, they want it to work? Yeah, yeah, that's interesting because it reminds me of something I came across um many years ago uh pre-internet where you know, have um companies who have their own mailing list not email yeah. list but mailing lists and yes. they do joint ventures all right uh, and they would promote uh not webinars but live you know, live um events live mm-hmm. selling events so um but it's just yeah things have moved forward and now we're talking about email lists and yeah, it's the same webinars. kind of thing, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Principles, similar principles. Yeah, but it's but it is just I think making sure that that other audience is a warm audience to to what's about to be introduced to them because because if you can do that, obviously that other audience feels that they're being given value. 
Um, yeah. It enhances what they have in their relationship with that initial business and that, you know, they're, they're the primary business they've got that relationship with. And, and then they feel that that's, that's enhanced by, by what's coming their way. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's I, the way it should work. I, I, is this open to like your for service is open to businesses all over the world or is it just in the, United Kingdom. Yeah, at the moment, I suppose I've stuck to English speaking businesses. Yeah. Yes. But um, but yes, I'm certainly at the kind of USA, Canada, the UK, um, and then go to Australia, New Zealand. Um, but uh, but yeah, we're a kind of globally linked. Oh, I don't know. Businesses are just globally linked, are they? So even people living in the UK, they they might not be English, but I mean, actually, they're English businesses as far as how they're operating. So, um, so yeah, it's uh, it really is is open to anyone who communicates in English. Sure, sure. And I am not a linguist, and I <laughs> I wish I was, but I'm I'm just not. But um, yeah. <laughs> and and so, would a business do you, do you well? Are you involved with the uh, negotiations in terms of how? you know like the royalties are, are um, arranged um uh, no i suppose I, well, I, I try to discover first of all what what kind of commission splits that they're open to yeah and then after yeah. that it's up to them to negotiate Got yeah it. but just just that because when i make the introduction i want to try and make sure that all the basics are not like miles apart that um because that would just waste everybody's time and my role is to make sure people don't waste their time sure sure i mean you know not everything is is going to you know people might decide no this this isn't suitable for me um but but hopefully they might get the idea of that bef before they've actually met um just from all the information i provided them with so yeah so this is a, a sound like a good route if you have a product a really innovative product you're just starting out and if you can get a joint venture partner to promote your product to a similar-minded audience um, you're basically piggybacking on another company and they benefit too of course because if it's a quality product then their email list will appreciate them sending information about this webinar to them yeah I, I think that's a really clear example of when possibly there's not going to be a cross promotion yeah and um you know and if you're just starting out in business just maybe to be be prepared for that because what didn't start off as a cross promotion you know two years three years down the line might well be a cross promotion yeah yeah and and it's just to just to take that longer term view and um yeah be, be ready for that that to happen down the line um but uh, but to start with yes just to suddenly get that much bigger audience when you're starting out so yeah i think if you are starting out the you know just to try and look ahead and think yeah can i get that webinar sorted out you know can i be ready with with that webinar um and uh, and then to think, well, yeah, the, the first step for me for a joint venture partnership could be a partnership with somebody who's just going to promote me out. But but suddenly I'm getting exposure to this, uh, you know, this much bigger audience and a much bigger one than, than, than I could ever attract at this stage. 
And this is a great way to monetize your email list and the good incentive to build an email list. Yes, definitely. Yeah, because you, you would, otherwise you'd be kind of, as I say, it'd be a lot of push, wouldn't it, to try and try and, you know, you're getting one, two, three, you know, you're, you're it's a slow build, whereas hopefully this would be something that would attract a whole load of extra, um, you know, people into into your email database just like that with 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 one webinar presentation yeah 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 because i've come across businesses with you know thousands of email subscribers and they don't do anything with it and this sounds like a great opportunity to get that email list working for you yeah yeah no definitely definitely and and obviously the the business w which has got the huge email list uh, you know needs to be open to this idea as well so i suppose it's an open-mindedness in approach yeah. as well yeah. um and obviously the new business has got to um has got to show that professionalism that's where the bigger business feels that you know that there's definitely value going to be added sure sure so now, um do, do you cover webinars in themselves like uh, what should be in them you know how long they should be or would you leave that to the to um the no i've got um i've got some people that i'm in contact with who do do that uh, training so um yeah exactly how to so you know i've got people that i can recommend um as far as you know exactly how to put your webinar together how to make sure that it's um you know becomes a was well, do as well as you can with making sure it becomes a converting webinar um and how to just just how to get it out there and how often you should be trying to get it out there so um and then also another contact who actually just coaches presentation skills as far as you know trying to improve how you actually present it to hold people to your webinar when they actually get there and they're watching it um because that can be become just as important probably as having the mechanics of it put together the kind of wow you're going to lend to to the screen yeah well that's a that's a relief mm -hmm. i'm sure for some people watching this and listening to this because some people will be a bit intimidated by the idea of doing a webinar especially uh some, well, some people would be would be but that's great yeah no and I, I i completely get that and um <laughs> and i think um you know some people might be really intimidated by thinking oh my goodness how can i get a facebook ad together i mean yeah. people, you know people are intimidated by all kinds of different things and um you know, and that's where you find the benefit of having a coach or a mentor or just somebody just to guide you on the way and um, just to just to give you that little step up. And and most of us benefit from that in some way. I don't know. I've been I've been a teacher, but I also see myself as a forever learner as well. So um, and that, uh, yeah, it makes life's journey richer if you always think you're learning. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So. Um, so we'll move on to the, uh, I suppose, more informal questions. Okay. You're okay with that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, just to show, um, you know, the a bit more about you as well. Uh, mm -hmm. so, so what is your favourite uh, type of food? 
Um, my favourite type of food probably actually are things like lobster and crab. <laughs> and, <laughs> nice. Yeah, I just really really like those actually i haven't eaten them enough recently but um and they always seem to be associated with being somewhere foreign um near the sea and uh yeah really like those <laughs> great great uh how about uh music are you a music fan well i'm i'm not necessarily a music fan in comparison with lots of other people no i do like a music from the musicals all that type of music um, I can't really work with music on other than um, what I would call meditative or brain harmony type music. <laughs> I know what you mean. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, but it's uh, I would tend to always listen to a book rather than listen to music, I think. OK, yeah. well, that leads me to my next question. Uh, what is your favourite book? Um. I suppose I do read quite a variety of different things, and I go through different phases as well of what, what I read. Um, I suppose um, what I really like at the moment is just things like um, Les Brown and Ultimate Jim Rohn. They're the kind of, I like listening to those because I just think just just for mindset and everything else, they're, they're really good. And um, But North and South by Elizabeth Gaskell is just a book that I come back to time and time again just I think because yeah the journey one goes on through that book and how you know um challenges are huge challenges can come up in people's lives and how they get through those challenges and how they adjust to different situations yeah yes. I just really really like that yeah yeah great great um are you a apple person or a pc person <laughs> a pc person actually <laughs> <laughs> yeah well me too me too um tea or coffee person oh that's really difficult i really like coffee um but i do like earl grey tea like really quite aromatic earl grey tea so um but I suppose if I was going to think, am I going to lose one of those two? I'd probably lose the tea and keep the coffee, actually. Yeah. OK. OK. Yeah, I think I'd also agree with that. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, are you a Megan fan or sorry, a Megan fan or a Harry fan? Sorry, a Megan fan or a Kate fan? Um, I'd be a Kate fan. <laughs> <laughs> right. I won't ask any more on that. <laughs> uh, and if people want to contact you they, they want to find a joint venture partner what how would they contact you and where, um, where through linkedin where to hang out LinkedIn yeah, yeah. Best place. on linkedin yeah that's yeah. definitely the best place yeah great great yeah okay okay is there any more you'd like to add to uh what we said already no i think that pretty think... much says it all really yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. thank you well, very much for having me i've enjoyed um talking to you yeah, and and, it's, and you're offering a great opportunity for businesses to get a wider audience. I suppose uh, there is one other thing I would say for yeah, businesses working with me or um, startup businesses, and that is there's 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 no upfront cost. Yeah. So there's there's no, you know, there's no sudden investment asked for. It's it's a case of, you know, if it all goes well and there ends up being lots of sales. 
that then at that point, yes, obviously there, there is going to be some kind of commission. But as far as the 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 you know the finding of a business, there's 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 no upfront cost. So there's there's nothing to have. There's there's no way really that um, you can feel that you're failing in doing this if you like. Well, failing is the wrong word really, but um, it should enhance what you're doing in that I'm working alongside to produce another opportunity. Yeah, yeah, that's what I, I like about it in particular. <laughs> is that yeah. um, it does give a good opportunity for people to start with no upfront costs and that is a big barrier having mm. upfront costs to a business and promoting a product so yeah. um yeah brilliant well yeah thanks thanks for joining me today thanks very much and, for uh, having me oh you're very welcome you. thank you're you very welcome